That's actually really impressive. <laughs> I've been doing that for a while. This, Party trick. This is live. I mean, this is this, that sounds like it's been edited. Screaming on that, I'm talking on it, and I'm probably drinking tea. Shooting the breeze in the hope that you care. Who could it be? Hello Skillievers, hello non-Skillievers and hello to the people who I hope will become Skillievers. I am Matt Skillington, you are listening to Matt Skillington's Skillieve It or Not. Thank you so much for downloading this podcast, it does mean a lot to me. Um, I'm very excited about today's guest, David Firth. I'm a fan myself, so it was a, a real pleasure to go and chat to him and find out more about how he works. He made me feel very welcome, and we did have a good laugh. Now, I know I've not uh, released a podcast in quite some time. I, I've called it Series 1, my last 10 episodes, but I've been I've been so busy. I've just It's been 24-7, honestly. It really has been so busy. No, but seriously, you've probably heard me, if you've listened to this podcast before, um, I've often banged on about a pilot that I'm making, which may sound at this point like I'm making it up because it's taken some time, uh, but it's not. It's all true, uh, and it's been coming to an end. It's, it's a show that I've been making with my comedy group, Seldom Differ, who have been working very hard on the completion of this, um, and it's very important to us, so we we're spending some, some time on it. But I had a chance to chat to David, and I thought, okay, let's get some more out, so uh, expect more to come. Anyway, listen, I understand that some of you may skip the intro and get straight to the, the meat on the bones, the chat, because you want to hear from David and not and not from me, and that's understandable. Uh, so if you're still listening at this point, then thank you very, very much. I'm also always on the lookout for sponsors, so if you have anything to shift that you need help shifting, you know, I'm not in any position to turn it down, so I will literally sell Coal, beef, lemonade, gambling odds, jumpers, television aerials, cat hats, sunglasses for dogs, aluminous dog leads, jelly beans, strong alcohol, filterless cigarettes, unfiltered vodka, drugs, humans, candy flavoured vape, electronic cigarettes, sandwiches, cutlery, novelty duvet covers. I mean, I, you know, I'll sell anything. So anyway, look, thanks for listening and stay tuned at the end when I'll bore you some more. So please enjoy my guest today, Mr. David Firth. Well, thanks again for letting me talk to you. Yeah. I've been a fan for many a year, David, as you can imagine. So it's, uh, it's nice to see you again after all these years. Yes. What I will say is to get the ball rolling... You've just reached one million subscribers on your YouTube channel. Yeah. How did you celebrate? <laughs> it makes it sound... By doing more work. Yeah. Yeah. Was that... Because two, two days before it, I, I was... It was crawling along really slowly, and I thought, should I milk this? Should I ham this up a bit? Mm. Or should I just let it go by, go by because it's just a number? And then someone said, oh, you should make a video for it. And I was like, eh, you could do a little short salad fingers thing. Yeah. I think that was a nice touch, though. I, it was. I was really considering not doing it, and then I did it, and it went really big, and it got loads of press that I didn't even ask for, mm. and I just, and I got about another fifteen thousand subscribers out. It's like, ah, oh, really glad I did that. One million. That's. Uh, how do you get? Um, how did YouTube notify you? Well, I mean, one million since two thousand and six. Half of them could be like dead now, or. <laughs> 
Like they're not all gonna still watch. They just think about what things you subscribed to in two thousand and six. I reckon at least like two thousand of them are dead now. Right. I mean, mainly I've got a young fan base, so it'd have to be like you know. Well, this is what I found interesting: young deaths, um, probably suicide. Well, drug deaths, or a combination of the two: mm-hmm. accidental, non-accidental. Um. Speaking of your fan base, now this is what I found interesting because you've you've got a hell of a catalogue of work as any David Firth fan will know. Um, but as you're probably aware, Salad Fingers has, has seemed to have lasted and seemed to have been uh, adored throughout the years because I've worked in bars and there's, I mean, I call them kids now, basically late teenagers, early 20s, quoting Salad Fingers. And I thought that's amazing that... Something that I mean, when, when was the first one released? It was was it two thousand four? Four, yeah. To now, before YouTube, uh, put them on a different website. But a lot of people seem to think it was when it was uploaded on YouTube was when it debuted. But it it debuted on Newgrounds, right? Years before, and then I just when YouTube came along, everyone else was uploading them, my stuff to YouTube. So I thought I might as well put the official ones up. Yeah, and that's how I started the channel. I didn't have any in- intention of doing YouTube. It was just. To stop other people putting bad versions up, I'll put my own in good quality. So they were taking it from Newgrounds. Yeah, and, they were and ripping it and then just uploading it to YouTube. To get their, their own views. Yeah, but there's no revenue back then, so there's nothing sinister about it, I don't think. Oh, okay. What do you think it is about Salad Fingers that's lasted this long, basically, that people... Because you've got, uh, is it 10 episodes? Yeah. I don't know, but I that's it is a surprise to me as well. That's why I didn't think anything about... Uh, putting that uh, 1 million subscriber video out. I just didn't think, I just thought, oh, it's a video, it'll go out to my subscribers, maybe a few thousand people will watch it. It's just a a celebration video, it's nothing. That's why I was really surprised that it just kept on, and it got, like, it was in the Metro. I don't know if it was in the print version, (laughs) probably not the print version, but the online version. And it's like, David Firth teases new cartoon or whatever. It's like, that's weird. Why? Yeah. It's just a thing I put out and... And but, they even speculate whether this is indeed episode 11. It's just like, but this is the thing, isn't it? Because d- did you mention on Twitter or something that episode 11 was coming soon and then when you released this thank you video, people kind of got very excited and went, oh, it's episode 11. Yeah, well, I, I, most of them, I think, realised that it isn't episode 11. But at the same time, I didn't want to put a thing in saying episode 11 coming soon because then in the future, then that looks dated. I don't like to... Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so I put it in the description, but I didn't put a big thing at the end saying... Because then it feels like a trailer. Yeah. And then I am actually going to put a trailer out, and you don't want to keep teasing people. So I just thought but I'd you leave can, it alone. You can definitely say that there's an episode 11 will be launched Yeah. in the near future. I actually animated the last scene of it last night. Really? Um... I don't know. That doesn't mean it's I've animated all of it. It just means that all the scenes are animated now. And at some point, well, over the next few weeks, I'll have to go back and fix all the problems in it. But the the point is that all of the scenes, there is a version of all of the scenes that are ready to edit. Okay. So like um, some of them are like there's mouth movement missing, etc. Stuff that's quite easy to do, but... Yeah, all of the actual creative animation and movement is all done. And I finished that late last night and I'm excited to uh, to get to this final stage now of, of so, so in it all together. The general process of making 
an episode of Salad Fingers, let's take, for example, do you start with, oh, that's an interesting idea, and then put, try and put that to the storyboard and then go, what's your, like, from A to B of making an episode? When I did that recent one, I went back to the original way I used to do it, which was not think about anything, just think of an image. And the image was Salad Fingers with a birthday cake. And then I'll draw that whatever. I don't need to plan it any further. And the other image was Hubert Cumberdale and his face popped in some way. And that was it. And then, oh, the last scene, it was it, everything was meant to be on fire. And then I just I just did that. And I, uh, I just recorded some dialogue off the cuff. And it all kind of comes together in, in different ways. Like I sketched it really badly, roughly. In, in, just in pencil? No, on, on Flash. I, went, okay, I opened right. Flash and I, I, I just sketched it. And then I thought, I can pull all the assets from Salad Fingers 11 because I made them all anyway. All the backgrounds, the table, all the characters. A few things I had to draw. But So I was doing it a bit at a time, um, sketched it. Then I just recorded, turned the audio on, turned the uh, microphone on. I just started rambling and recorded for about 20 minutes, I think. And then from that, I pulled a few bits that I thought were good. And then I just, like the day before, or as the the subscribers were reaching a million i just quickly rushed and put it all together but that's not the way i usually do it usually i really carefully storyboard everything write it all first then storyboard it then do then start drawing it and putting it together then do the audio based on what i've actually drawn so i can feel like i'm there rather than just having to do it blind yeah, and then I don't know. It, it keeps more happens all the time. Then I'll re-record the lines as I'm animating it. Then there's more animation. Then there's more lip sync. Then there's it just keeps building up. It's, there's no like set process. Yeah, I, I heard you say. I think it's a another interview where you said each episode uh, of Salad Fingers you do gets takes gets longer and longer in terms of how much time it takes to make because you're trying to outdo your previous. Yeah, it's episode. not. That it's like... not like I'm trying to outdo it, but it's just I've when I'm watching them back, I just think, oh, I could have added this detail here, and I could have added this. And the way I used to do it was, it doesn't matter what it looks like as long as it moves. And now it's, but I would get a. I always feel like I want the full impact of each, each little moment. And mm. I think if I if I want the full impact, then I've got to go further, and and make it you know more detailed. And with After Effects, you've got, which is what I use now and I didn't used to, you've got so many more options. Like, just, you can bend things and you can make things ripple and you can add shadows and you can add, like, light reflecting and there's just so many options, I just can't, like, not do it. But every scene takes longer. And also, you can't play it back instantly. Like, I used to just be able to play back Flash. As soon as I'd drawn it, I could play it back. But now it's got to go rendering, rendering. What's this... Uh, and it might not be an interesting thing, but I'm interested because I, I know very little about that. But the demise of Flash. Yeah, that's just the format of Flash, uh, the web format. That you used to be able to uh, put a video on a website uh, that was Flash and it would play like an animated GIF. But it was Flash, so it was a much smaller um, and quick to load. But it's uh, very heavy on the uh, system resources. And the reason it's gone is because Apple made it go. And Apple made it go because it drained their batteries. And they, they want you to believe that they've got really good batteries. So and ah. anything that gets in the way of that, they, they get rid of. And everyone copies Apple because Apple are cool. Ah, that is, that is quite interesting. I'm glad I asked that. 
Um, and so you, when you started, you kind of put everything. It started on Newgrounds, right? Yeah. And this? No, no. Before Newgrounds, um, it was on just shitty homepages that I'd made. Because you, because FatPie dot com. Yeah. Oh yeah, FatPie. Yeah, that just started about two thousand and three. Um, and you were just uploading. Yeah, everything was on fatpie.com. Until then, before then, it was always a website and it was usually called FatPie, but it, it was always on like Angel Fire or Lycos or all these different free web hosts because I don't know why I didn't just think, oh, maybe I'll pay 10 quid and get a proper website. I just thought, no, I'm going to get it for free. It's all going to be free and they give you five meg of web space, <laughs> five meg, and I had to get the videos down to five meg. And what wow. I would do is I would, if I had a sequel, then I would just make another web page with another five meg and I would link to that. <laughs> so it'd be like, hit get episode two over here and it'd be a whole nother website. So you'd be basically a matrix of, yeah. uh, and then, so what made you go over to Newgrounds then? Was that the kind of like, hey, this is cool, man. No. We've got this new website. Yeah. Well, I saw, I realized that animation was all on Newgrounds and, but I had to make it in Flash and I hated Flash. Uh, so I had to learn Flash. And then as soon as I learned Flash, I put things on Newgrounds and realized that I could have probably made a, had an audience years before if I would have made that. Should have, would have. Like could've. now, if I bothered to learn 3D animation, maybe I could be, you know, who knows? <laughs> making making something, making something that... 3D? Yeah, well, I was thinking, where would you put a 3D thing? DreamWorks or something. I don't want to work for DreamWorks. No. Um, but maybe... I'm not learning something now that I could eventually learn that would make things a lot easier for me. Um, but I'm a bit sort of stuck in my ways when it comes to technology. So I, I usually use something until it's completely obsolete. And I realize <laughs> I should have switched many years ago. <laughs> and uh, do you think like with Newgrounds, that's where you kind of got traction for, cause that's what, is that? Well, it was just, it was just from zero to a uh, front page in a few days. And this is was, salad fingers. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, all oh, right, I was nothing. And now I've got thousands and thousands of hits all because they put it on the front page and everyone's suddenly interested in me. It was weird. Was that a turning point in a way? Or was it just nothing to you? Yeah, it was. It <laughs> cause was. it was like, all oh, right, this is my job now. Yeah. Cause I was selling t-shirts and stuff instead of just being a stupid hobby. It was like, oh yeah, this is my job now. I could actually monetize this. Yeah. And as I saw recently uh, one of your tweets, there was a weird thing where your things had just started being taken down. The ones that you that were being monetized. Yeah. The, there's a different reason for each one. Um, but it's just really annoying. Like one of them had a, like 30 seconds of some ambient music in the background that was copyrighted which was just, a, it was a single drone. I don't know how it detected it. It was just basically... <laughs> yeah, so uh, it was like that was a... Hopefully this doesn't get taken down because of that, because it might have, <laughs> that might be too similar. Yeah, so watch out for content ID claims on this. Um, yeah, so somehow the uh, computer detected that in 2004 I'd used that put it in the background of one of my cartoons because I didn't have to make my own music back then. And so they demonetized it. And Couldn't they just... I mean, how much would it cost to just go, oh, we'll just buy that little segment? Of- well, it was Brian Eno and he's quite big, so... Right, okay. And he's probably it's probably owned by one... I don't know, probably... They're probably all under the umbrella of Warner Music or something. 
and that's probably owned by like Coca-Cola or something. I don't know. Because you uploaded a video recently, um, not relying on advertising. I never go on that video because I don't want to read a thousand comments of people telling me I'm full of shit. Like every time you do anything that's serious and relates to the real world, then you have to deal with people. Like, well, I, I um, thought going, you actually. I think you'll find <laughs> you're a hypocrite because so, I thought I never read the. I've gone back to that one. I thought you you come across very well. I think you put things quite uh, clear. Yeah, well, stuff. even if you do, if you're ever talking about anything that relates to the real world, then. Um, you have to read people's bullshit, don't you? So that's true. <laughs> um, it, generally, people don't have anything to say about my stuff because it's 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 my world and it's it's silly. So yeah, I can't actually remember what I said on that video. But yeah, I know it was me moaning about um, the fact that suddenly you can't make money off of stuff that you used to be able to make money off. I mean, I don't. In the end, I probably don't really. You know, it's it's advertisers, not YouTube, that are doing it. Yeah. But, Sorry, what was that? You didn't even ask your question. I just started ranting about my own uh, video. <laughs> well, no, I was going. I was going to ask. Is, do, I think you say it in the video, but it's the nature of your videos, i.e., being a bit too weird. Is that one of the reasons why advertisers might be like, "Well, there's nothing we can connect to this," like where? Well, it's it, not. They're not looking for something. They're looking for a reason to not monetize you. Uh, the fact is, YouTube gave everyone there was a time when youtube let everyone put adverts on their videos and then some really questionable videos came up with and then they they, they had coca-cola adverts on them that's the twice i've mentioned coca-cola in this podcast and we're drinking it don't buy don't it don't tell them don't we're don't drinking it, it. <laughs> it's not even sponsored yeah so so but these companies were like if, if coca-cola do want to sponsor this podcast then yeah. by all means get in touch sorry david go on if not we didn't drink it. We're not mentioning it, and it's disgusting. Yeah. Just like to thank you though for not taking the sugar out like every other every other pop did. The levy tax, mate. Don't yeah. even. Do, do, do like my sugar. Do like my sugar. Um, I'm sorry. I, I very rudely interrupted you halfway through there to, to try. I don't and, even know what I was talking about. To try and get a sponsor. Um, We're just talking about in terms of the adverts. It's it's not YouTube. Yeah. No. Here's the thing. The advert companies like Coca Cola said, "Oh shit, we're." being connected now with alt-right and far-right groups because our adverts have appeared on their videos. Uh. Stop it, YouTube. We're not letting you advertise for us anymore. And then all these advertisers were pulling away from adverts, uh, from YouTube, because their uh, products were being associated with, like, sketchy videos and bad ideas. (laughs) And um, so... As a result, YouTube went, no, 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 no. We'll fix it, we'll fix it. And they said, okay, everyone's demonetized, kind of. It, unless you can prove that your videos are suitable for advertisers. So basically every video on YouTube was demonetized and then you could apply for it to be remonetized. Yeah. Not everyone, like, I don't know how a few slipped through the net, but most of them. I think they were looking for keywords, they were looking for descriptions. But yeah, everything was demonetized. Then you had to prove that you were not, like, doing anything sketchy. But there was a catch. For your um, appeal to be heard... You had to get 1,000 views on that video in a single week or a single month. I can't remember. So basically, they just said, look, if you're not getting many views, you're not having an advertiser anymore. Yeah. And so, yeah, everyone everyone who was doing... An, if, if anyone was doing a good video that had that was clean, that, was, that had no problems, they could apply. And if they got enough views, then they were back on, you know. But a lot of people had swearing in the videos, swearing... Then you're, you're done. No, you're, 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 we, we can't monetize it if you're 
your, your language is too blue. It's weird, isn't it? Because you'd think that if you were getting the traffic, they'd just they'd put the name to anything, but obviously not yeah. now. Yeah, well, I think there's a big difference between someone making a video about Sandy Hook being staged and saying that a bunch of kids didn't die, which I completely understand that someone wouldn't want their product associated with that. Yeah, that's true. But that's not the same as someone saying fuck, is it? It's not the yeah, same yeah. as someone... But there is there, there were some seriously questionable like videos to do with online harassment. Like there would be these YouTubers who were who would run these just basically channels, and they would just be slagging people off, harassing people, posting cringy pictures of people, revealing stuff about people. And then I I used to watch those sometimes, and I'd think, God, you can get away with anything these days. And then I think it was that was the point where things just got a bit too. It seemed like controversy got you more views. So people were trying to out-controversy each other until it just got really... Horrible. Yeah, horrible, offensive footage, uh, videos, content. And these people were getting millions of views and they had adverts on all the videos. And I thought, God, this is not going to last. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one in particular, I remember, this guy called Leafy. He was the worst guy. Just an absolute cunt. And he would just talk... And it would be footage. You'd never see him. It was just footage of a game being played. And he would be talking, slagging off, usually little kids online. And he'd be like, Joe, take out this real cringy kid. Look at him here. We pulled this from his Facebook page. Oh, my God. What a cringy asshole. Just going into detail yeah. about the kid uh, himself. Yeah. All the personal. God, that's horrible. And, yeah, and making fun of people who are mentally challenged and stuff. And it was just, he would just do a video every day. And he had millions of views, millions of subscribers. He would be raking money in. And I think... I, when I saw stuff like that, I thought, this is not going to last. There's no way. It's horrible that people... I mean, it, to be fair, yeah. you, you were watching the video. <laughs> like, yeah, well, I was watching the video. Morbid curiosity, I almost. Yeah, I don't know why how it happened, but it would always be recommended as well. YouTube had no problem with it when uh, <laughs> they recommending it and stuff. But the same thing, Logan Paul, stuff like that. He, he would just be trying to be more extreme on each episode until it just went too far and whatever. And then he's down at the old suicide... Uh... Yeah. Suicide Woods. Yep, slipping his little willy into a dead body. A dead Asian man. Yeah, and he had a really close-up of the penetration as well. You yeah, really which, see it going in. Because he thought, oh, well, I can just mm. do him as hard as I yeah. want, and the harder I do him, probably the more people are going to buy my merch. Yeah, and there was even a whole, like, there was a whole level of, like, memes just based on the vein yeah. in his dick. Just how it... It apparently it's like weird movement as he, as he was penetrating. I think, you yeah. know... Yeah, I, but there's a sound, weren't it, as well? I think they, they might have got someone from Foley to actually add to the sound. I think some doctors even said that, that it might be high blood sugar. Um, right. Well, because also a, a dead anus makes a different sound to an alive anus when mm, it's being penetrated. Yeah. Which, um, if you go on to one of his other channels or one of his other videos, it explains all about that. Yeah, I don't think you actually saw him lubing up, so you don't. We don't know what what was used. <laughs> um, Dave. Do you mind me calling you David? Dave? Dave. I don't like Dave. You don't like Dave? No, I don't like Dave. David, I like David. David's he's Dave, he's a guy who's... He wears those T-shirts with, like, really short sleeves so he can show off his arms. Yeah. And he... And he so he's 69 always, on it, I yeah, think. Yeah, if, if it's a barbecue, he's the one... <laughs> doing the barbecue. Yeah, he's the one doing the barbecue. He's a nice guy, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But he likes Fosters. Like, he'll buy a crate of Fosters... Like I don't drink beer, so I don't really have many opinions, but I feel like Foster's is a can of crap beer, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. And But he, not only would he do that, but he would have the crate on his shoulder as he walks <laughs> home from um, Sainsbury's. Yeah. 
And a day, a sunny day when he's having a barbecue and he's drinking Fosters is like the highlight of his yeah. uh, of the week for him. And again, he's he's probably a nice guy. Yeah, no, no, he is. And here's the thing. Also, he 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 has. <laughs> like he, he's always he, he's always twiddling with his car keys, like as he's yeah. And he's like, well, anyway, and he's chucking up him in the air, and he's like, right, we might as well get off now. Better, it's, it's not me. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's no, not me. You're I have no David. problem with a Dave. It's not me. Okay. Well, David, uh, recently you've made a show called The News Hasn't Happened Yet. Yeah. Which I think is brilliant, by the way. I'm honest, honestly, I'm not just saying that because I'm in your room right now chatting to you. Genuinely enjoyed it. But here's a question for you. It seems like it's just a little bit more commercial than your some of your previous work. Hmm. Um, the figures would argue with that but really? I can see a commercial from a uh, vi- viewing perspective but not from a commerce perspective also as it were. maybe commercial is not the right word I mean maybe more consum- I mean I wish it was because then I'd make some money wouldn't I <laughs> be like more consumable do you know what I mean like I feel like anyone can pop it on and go okay I, I get the, the premise here I get the format you'd think that but there are some real stupid people <laughs> okay right because I was um, wondering I just I wondered if that was intentional like if you thought right I'm going to do something no. I don't want to use the word broad because I don't... I think it's the fact that it's video, maybe, is yeah. makes it more accessible. Um, and also, I spent less time... Like, I usually want to... If I feel like when I'm writing a script... There's no script for that, really. I mean, mm. it was just very loosely written. Um, usually, when I'm writing a script, I kind of go... I look at it a few days after I first put it down. And I go, well, well, that's kind of expected that that's going to happen. So I'll, maybe I'll change that and I'll make it go more into a weird area that's not been done before. So I think I put less time into um, ensuring that it's the most original thing I can do. So yeah. I guess maybe it then does stray into a into a more accessible area. Um, but yeah, I probably agree. It's definitely not as weird. But still, people struggle with it. Like, okay, still people are giving me the same reactions. Oh, I don't know what I just watched. The creator must be on acid, yeah, uh, etc. So, as much as I'd like to it, it to be more accessible, no, there was no plan. That was heavily influenced by something that Adam Buxton used to do. Mm. He never did it on news. He would usually do it on Star Wars or something like that. But he would take his mouth and he would put it on footage yeah and actually he did one once and it was michael moore he took his mouth and he put it on michael moore oh he did one on obama as well that was really good he put his mouth on obama and he redid obama's speech so the the the, and i always like i always want people to know that i I, because i think if he saw it he would be like oh he's just completely ripped me off yeah (laughs) but um i don't know i think there's something of uh borrowing ideas it's the technical skirt the technical side it was borrowed i think sometimes though um very big influence, Adam Buxton, mm. on um, on uh, my stuff. Uh, but usually on the lighter stuff. It's never on the darker stuff because this stuff was never dark, Adam Buxton. It's always really quite light and nice. Were you, were you speak, like, talking about your darker stuff? Um, it reminds me some of it of like Jam or Blue Jam, the yeah. radio. I listened to uh, Stringland. That's the sound of the context klaxon, because I realised that I just threw in the word Stringlands there. If you're a hardcore David Firth fan, you may know that Stringlands is an album he produced under his alias name, Locust Toybox. If you don't, you do now. It's available on YouTube, and it's well worth a listen. Back to the interview. I listened to Stringland, 
Yes. The other day when I was doing some research oh, right, on okay, you. Okay, cool. Which I, uh, I really enjoyed. It reminded me of Blue Jam, the radio show. I wondered if Chris Morris or any of that was an influence to you at all. Or Oh, yeah, hugely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, was the, um, yeah, the main influence from Jam was putting ambient music behind mm. my stuff. I just felt it, it made it better. And it, it was just started when I, uh, when I was making cartoons and I didn't know what sounds to put behind it but to mask the, the fact that the microphones were quite bad quality. And I think it's really off-putting when you've made something and you can hear a hiss cut out every time the person stops talking. Yeah. So I always wanted something to mask that and I tried it with like a bunch of sound effects. I didn't realise how like ambient sound could be used because you know if you're on a street you can put a car in the background if you're in a on a beach you put the beach in the background but in a room you there's not really much you can do Mm. so i would put ambient music just to cover that and then i just got more into it i just felt like the the ambient music really changes the 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 sort of atmosphere of this whole piece so you know i would uh, i would be specifically looking for pieces that would take it in that direction I, I always think I'll probably produce more ambient music if it was the sort of thing I could, like, use. I usually say I make a lot of ambient music, and some of it's, like, three minutes long. I just think that's probably too short for an ambient track. But I get bored really quickly, so I've got to end this track now. <laughs> Whereas uh, you listen to these ambient albums, and it'd be a 27-minute track on it. It's like, how do you do yeah. that? I get bored. I think they just put it on loop. I think they do, but the they, end. they seem to mess with it. And evolve it. Well, some of them have the the deep hypnotic uh, eight hour soundtracks that you can get, yeah, uh, on YouTube. Which, like you say, I mean, that must be that's got to be looped. No one's making an eight hour track. Yeah, unless that, they've that got differs. I think they probably you could probably automate it. You could put some programming that says every ten minutes change something. Uh, okay. I reckon there's um, there's all kinds of scripts you can use for music. I like rain. Rain. Oh no, I like that. Yeah, I, I, that's. Could you sleep to that though, David? It's never consistent, though, is it? It's usually like no rain and then. Mm. Well, I go. And for... You can hear it slap in the window. I go for rain on tent. Oh, rain on tent's good. Even oh. the like rain on tent, you always feel like uh, it's raining more than it is. You get out the mm. tent and you're like, oh, that is a storm. Oh no, but I'm talking about like listening to that sound while I'm in bed at home. All oh, right, okay. Like artificial. Well, that would just remind me of. Being in a tent and wanting to be in my own bed, I think. Uh, you had some bad holidays. No, I just find uh, I always prefer my own bed to a <laughs> to a tent. Mm. I've had a few festival. Um, oh, burped a little bit there. Festival experience where the, it's getting a bit wet in the tent and there's oh, water yeah, in yeah. the tent, and you know that that's awful. Yeah, I, I was stood urinating in a tent once, um, filling up a pint pot. Yeah, I was like, Jesus, this this is going to overflow. Like, I was really kind of pissing. Um, and then hilariously, one of my mates who was there decided to push me. So I was in the tent, zipped up. Yeah. As it, like, using it as a kind of port loo. And he pushed uh, another one of our mates into the tent. Oh. So obviously I just... Spilled uh, piss all over your bed. All of my bed, all of myself. And I was sharing that tent. I've got no stories like that because I don't really... I've never really drunk that much alcohol that I would think that pissing in a pint glass <laughs> was a good idea. I'd never, never got onto that Are stage. No, I don't think so. I think if I do, I, I, that something tells me that it, things are bad yeah. before I get there. I just can't right, get okay. to that level. Something something alerts me, says stop, stop drinking. 
Stop drinking mm. and go for a walk. I suppose you're more into your opioids than like you're in. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, yeah. opioids, opiates. Um, um... Uh, mate, BBC, Jerry Jackson. Yeah, how did that happen? How did that happen? How did that happen? Um, because I said that I wasn't, didn't have time to do anything for the, the, the comedy website. And they said, well, what about something that doesn't take as much time? Just just for the listeners that uh, may be new to David's work, Jerry Jackson is... How would you describe this particular um, animated piece? It's a kid. It's based on animations that kids make. I don't know if, even if kids make animations. But <laughs> it lets them, the pictures, I, the illustrations at least. Yeah, I... I guess it was influenced by a number of things. One of them was like this troll that used to bother me a lot. Mm. Before I put stuff out, he would just... You mean an online troll, not, yeah, not an, an actual... An online troll, yeah. yeah. Not an actual guy under a bridge. Right, okay. Because he would just, you know, stay under the bridge, wouldn't he? He was not going to follow me around. Yeah, that's true. That'd be a different sort of... That's the thing with trolls. It doesn't work, does it? Because trolls hang out under bridges. Mm. Not on Twitter. Like, Twitter isn't a bridge, is it? You'd think if you went to a... Not even metaphorically. Yeah, if you were going to a site, but you had to go through a dirty website to get there, and then there was a troll there, and he's trying to stop you and whatever. Or saying something nasty about your work. Yeah. You'd just be like, okay, and you'd just just walk past him, and then you'd go to the nice Twitter, and there'd be no trolls on it. But I don't think the analogy troll works. I think they're more like... um, Quinkers. Cunts, yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, there's this cunt that used to follow me around yeah. the internet, right? And he used to email me and he used to... Um, God, he got direct. He actually got that personal. I think I sent him my email address. I wanted to hear what he had to say. Really? Okay. Um, I'd send stuff back as well. I would be, like, trying to do witty put-downs and he would just be like, oh, my God, you're gay. Your face is gay. You've got stupid gay... And I was like... I was always sure that he wasn't a native English speaker because it was always wrong. Like, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, like 10 years later, he would still email me. And I, I, I thought, this kid has been like 12 forever. And I found him recently on Facebook and he, I, I always suspected he was like Korean or something. Yeah. It's just weird that this Korean kid would be so angry at me for no reason. And mm. he was just a troll forever. And I found his email address and... I can't remember the last time I emailed him or he emailed me, but he, it was it was from Audio Galaxy. There's a website called Audio Galaxy, and there's a web and there was a forum on it. And I used to like use it to post my animations there because you know you got to spam it somewhere, aren't you? That was yeah. the first place I spammed it. And um, he just he didn't he didn't I don't think he ever watched him. I think he just he would just slag me off, and he would slag everyone off. And he was just one of those. It's so weird, weird. I, I, but it was always. I can't get around it. I would always take screenshots of the stuff he said because it was so wrong yeah. and so funny. But why was he so angry? And I could never get it. And it was always just like, "You're full of gay" or something like that. <laughs> or just, I think I don't know if he was joking or he was just practicing English or. But he never. Yeah, so that was so, it. So he influenced Jerry Jackson. Yeah, he influenced Jerry Jackson. I always pictured him when I was doing it. And it, also, he was really into Linkin Park. And, um, <laughs> he was always just like, every band you listen to is gay. Aphex Twins, shit and gay. You listen to gay techno music. And I listen to Linkin Park and Blink-182. And <laughs> it clearly didn't speak to And Jerry that. Jackson it's wears Korean. a Linkin Park t-shirt, doesn't he? In yeah. The, in the animation, okay. So he also, I yeah, I just I, for some reason, I, I always pictured him looking like that. Yeah. And I couldn't ever picture him as anything but a cartoon. The reason why I'm quite surprised that 
the BBC kind of picked it up was it's quite foul mouthed uh, in oops, excuse me yeah it's quite foul mouthed in a lot of um, there's a lot of dicks in there as well. There's just a lot of material. I think that's surprising. That how, how did it come about? Did you did they commission you to make? You were saying that they commissioned you to yeah to make something, but you needed to make it quick. I think I made a drill bit head first. Was oh no, maybe I made a music one for them. It was a music guess. It was called where I was talking about the music industry, and then I made drill bit head, and then they said, "Will you make us some more stuff?" And I said, "Well, I'm trying to do my film right now." Um, and they said, "Oh, no, just something small. We don't have to. You don't have to t- take too long." And I just said, "The only thing I'll do is Jerry Jackson." And they, they were like, <laughs> "Okay, good." <laughs> and it was uh, it was only one producer I spoke to, and I don't think it went through. Like, it's not like TV where it goes through a board yeah. of different people saying no and making it much worse. Yeah, no one said anything. One time I had to get rid of the word "fuck." It was written on a blackboard. I could say it, but I couldn't write it. But I would oh, always right, okay. try and sneak as many dicks into it as possible. Like, there's just making one thing shaped like a dick, like as a carrot, <laughs> to make it shaped like a dick. Why not? <laughs> just to put as many dicks in as possible. They could, they were fine with that. Um, well, I mean, oh no, there's one bit where I, I said Maltesers and they cut that out. What? Because it's the brand. Yeah, I think that's it. They don't, they don't really care about anything. They just, they couldn't have a. I, I, there was a bit where he said, I've bought a T-shirt that says, uh, looks like Maltesers, but it says Man Teaser on it. Because <laughs> I saw that at a festival. Someone, someone Legitimate. Had, yeah. You know, people had to have them shit T-shirts at festivals, wouldn't they? Like, uh, yeah. Uh, I remember one, it was like FedEx, right? But it was Fed Sex. Brilliant. Hey. <laughs> there was one, there's the Warner Brother sign that says, if you see the police, Warner Brother. Oh, yeah. With, uh, which I thought was quite clever. Hmm. Yeah, it was partly this troll, but also he's not really a troll, Jerry Jackson. It's also kind of based on people's crappy animations, not actually based on any one person. I don't think it, the person, the stereotype doesn't exist. Mm. I think it's an exaggeration of an imagination of what a young animator would do because he thinks he's he's made, maybe he's made one animation and it got quite viral or something. And he thinks that he's better than he is. So he starts trying to be... You know, I'm a big animator and I'm working for Disney and... Oh, that's right, because he's an animator in the show, isn't he? Yeah, he animates yeah, it, but he's also the character, but he's also the animator and who knows. And then that... what? So how did that work episodically with the BBC? What did you supply to them? Just gave them the episode. I didn't tell... Uh, I didn't even give them a script because they often want scripts, but there's no script. It's all made up on the spot. So, yeah. like, I would say I'll do an episode about... I think maybe they might have asked for an episode about music festivals. They said, oh, we've got music festival seasons coming up. Would you like to do something about that? And I was like, oh, I could have Jerry Jackson going to a music festival. Yeah, that's I could do that. What was that off the back of then? What, what, had they seen something that you'd done? Was it the screenwrite that you did with Charlie Brooker? I think I just, yeah, I think it had started from that. I'd just gotten a few contacts at the BBC and there's one guy who was who had got me to do some animation. Oh, it was Mitchell and Webb. I think maybe I did a, an animation for one of their sketches. Oh. And uh, maybe from that, I did more. Oh, that was, yeah, that was for the BBC Comedy website. So I, I probably, it was probably because I did that and something else that they kept on asking me for more stuff. And how did they see it? Did Chuck, Charlie Brooker, um, I suppose that was, the, was that the first time your animation had been on television? Um, for Charlie Brooker. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so. I just got an email off him saying he wanted to do something with me. So he'd seen your stuff on yeah. uh, Newgrounds? On online somewhere. Yeah. yeah. It might have been YouTube because at that point it was 2006, so YouTube was there and my stuff was on it. Who knows where he saw it? But yeah, he said he'd wanted to do something with me. And he had this show called Screenwipe and it was just him talking about TV and I didn't even watch TV. And I was like, I don't know anything about TV. And he's just like, oh, just do anything. Just make it vaguely to do with TV. Hmm. And I said, oh, I could do an advert, a mock advert. So I did that and then I did more. And, you know, he just kept on asking for more. And didn't pay very well because <laughs> yeah. they had no budget back then. But, you, but were you just glad to kind yeah. of get your stuff out? I, I think I got kind of sick of it after a while because it only gave me a week to do one and making an animation in a week is mental. Mm. That's like, no one does that. It takes months, but for some reason I said, yeah. and Made it happen. Yeah, and sometimes I watch those ones back and I go, God, this is terrible. Why? <laughs> this is the worst <laughs> stuff I've ever done. And long, it makes no sense. Nights. Yeah, if, if there was any difference between the day and the night. Well, Dave, it's that... David. So sorry. David. Um, I'll be I, Dave if you want. Uh, no, no, no. I don't want... Uh, I actually have a Franklin. Just jingling my keys. Dave, who's... Anyway, it? pal, look, um, I'm just going to have to get off, pal, because our missus is going to be... Uh, uh, she's going to be... Uh, she's going to be mourning. I, tell, I told her we're going to... I'm going to take her out tonight. We're going to uh, TGI Fridays. Um, <laughs> we've got some curly fries. Um, anyway, pal. Anyway, pal. Lovely to see you anyway, pal. Sorry, I've been Dave there. The weird thing is, is uh, I have a friend called Dave who is uh, loves barbecuing. Yeah. And, and sounds quite similar to, uh, like, like you say, lovely guy. Yeah, uh, nothing uh, against him. I'm not, no. I'm not dissing Dave. I'm just saying it's, it's not me. It's just spot on Dave. Yeah. Um, David, it's that time of the show. You know, one of the main reasons people tune into the show. Yeah. Um, do they tune? Do they tune in? Yeah, because it goes out on... No, no, they don't tune, do they? Frequency. I think you you, you download it. Well, you ch- you're tuning your, your, your brain to that frequency, aren't you? You really? tune your brain into kind of accepting the, the magic that comes out of your phone when you listen to this podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the famous game that everybody's talking about. Lit up Twitter. Uh, Skilleave it or not. Yeah. I'll quickly tell you the rules. I think I heard Oprah tweeting about it. She did mention, she said, I think it was a giveaway, and she was giving yeah. away my podcast. She was giving away your personal details. Or 10 grand, and everyone was like, nah, yeah. give, give me the podcast. And then Ellen came in, she was like, no, I can double it. Whatever Oprah gives you, I'm doubling it. Yeah. And then, but then they had a, they had a yeah. fist fight in the end. Yeah. Uh, gruesome, actually. Uh, Ellen battered her. Yeah, she would do. Yeah. Oprah's, um, it's not tough as she looks. No. Very also, she's only three foot. You can never tell on the TV, but she's only three foot tall. She's all forehead, don't she? She's all she's very yeah. wide face. Mm. Uh, very rich, powerful woman. Yeah, well, not powerful when it comes to fists. No. Yeah, beaten up by Ellen. Brittle brittle yeah. bones. Um, so, skilleave it or not, I ask you six questions. Some of them are true, and you need to skilleave them. Yeah. Some of them are not true, and you need to... Or not them. We'll see how we get on. Because question um, is not usually... You're not usually asked to believe a question, are you? You're usually just asked to answer it. So it's basically, do you skilleave it or not? Okay, right. We don't no. need to explain. You, Does that make sense? I don't know, and even though I'm questioning the rules. <laughs> it's uh, fine. Uh, what I'll probably just say is I'll explain the rules while I run the theme tune. Do you skilleave in life after love? Well, that was that was one of my first questions, actually. Oh, uh, was it? No, I did a... Do you skilleave in life after love? And then I think I put some. Yeah. Live and love and love. 
That's actually really impressive. <laughs> I'm doing that for a while. This, Party trick. This is live. I mean, this is this, that sounds like it's been edited. It takes time to believe. <laughs> Party trick there. I can do a share impression. <laughs> sure. That is yeah. uh, that is very impressive, actually, David. Yeah. What, what about um, Daft Punk? Um, Which one? Uh, how does it go? <laughs> Oh, music's got me feeling the free Celebrating them for free Gotta celebrate <laughs> Oh yeah, alright The top to dance down It's genuinely impressive One more time can you, can you use the same technique to, to make the sound of a drowning boy? Yeah, 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 yeah right. Help me father I'm drowning <laughs> In the sea. <laughs> That's the, the drowning boy in the style of sure. You have to actually choke yourself a bit. Um, I mean, this is this. Is, you really took the shine off this game now, David. Uh, peaking as well. It's too good. Would you scream it not the game? Would you scream it not? Okay, David. Welcome back. We are now playing scream it or not. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for your first question? Yeah. So you either scleave it. I scleave it or I don't. Or, or not. Okay. The Hasselhoffel is one of Germany's most popular beef sausages. That's question one. The Hasselhoffel is one of Germany's most popular beef sausages. As you know, he's big in Germany. I'd say that's true. I scleave it. You scleave that. I'm a scleaver. What can I say? It hurts me this because I... It's nice that you think it's true, and I think, and I think that it it should exist. But unfortunately, that is an or not. Was there a sound effect then? I'm not sure yet. We could put a sound effect. Probably. In. Yeah. I'm going to ask you another question, David. And don't worry. You know, what I mean, it's. I do worry though. I would say it's not a competition, but the previous guests obviously do have I scores. Do like, I'm already thinking. That was just a practice run. Let's go back to the start. I want five out of five, or well, however many questions there are. There's five left, so... Five left. Yeah. I'm going to get all of these right. I'll see how generous I'm feeling. In 2013, Chinese scientists were able to grow a human tooth using uh, stem cells that they took from urine. They grew a tooth. I, I, can I believe, can I skillieve that they grew a truth? Uh, a, a, truth. a tooth. A truth. They grew a it's truth, truth out of urine. They, yes, well, we all have. You want to? Um, what do you want to believe? I want to believe that they grew a tooth. Yeah, but I want to be skeptical. Brilliant s- about whether they grew it from urine. Okay, I see what you're saying. So you think yeah. that part of the story might be true, and the other side might be. I'm just going to believe it because. Believe it. Yeah, f- well, David, I can say you got your first question correct. Yeah, second. Um, it's, uh, yeah, second. Um, it's the first. No, it's the first one I've got correct. It's the first one you've got correct, yeah. yeah. Um, that is actually true. Great. It's true. Yeah. Uh, amazing, really. Um, it's very scalable. David, Salvador Dali would often get out of paying for drinks and food by drawing on the checks, making them priceless works of art and therefore unusable. So he'd get a big round of drinks and food and then he'd doodle on the on the check so they couldn't cash it because it, it you know it would you'd be cashing in void a, like a priceless piece of art so in exchange for the actual money coming out of his bank account he gave them the possibility of selling it yeah it seems like one of those things that everyone thinks is true but isn't mm. 
But also I'm thinking you probably wouldn't go true, uh, false, true, false, true, because mm. that'd be too predictable. Yeah. So I'm going to say true. You're going to say what, sorry? I'm going to say I skill Eve <laughs> that. Skill-eve. I skill Eve. I skill Absolutely correct, yes. Yeah. It's, you know. So the next one's false, just on, because you won't put three truths in a row. Or wouldn't I, though? Because <laughs> what if I thought, because I've put these, this is a random generator. Oh, right. Well, you can there. go in random now, so, can't you? You know, I've shuffled these up before I started asking you. Oh, we unshuffle. So, what if you get the same one twice, then? Because it often happens. Surgeons who play video games for at least three hours a week perform 27% faster and make 37% fewer mistakes to those who don't play computer games for that amount of time. Surgeons. I, I don't believe that. I mean, it sounds like the sort of thing you would... You know, it sounds like a good statistic to put out there. I just think it's too drastic, and also, yeah, Very I just feel sp- like it's sp- 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 specific. I think they'd probably test it on something that was a little bit less risky than surgery. Mm. If they were going to test something like that. They'd do it on something harmless, like um, squirrels. Squirrel. Oh, no, I mean, I mean the, the, the field of work, <laughs> like um, curling. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah. Like curlers, if who, they can perform better. Yeah, because I mean, I don't think. I feel like if if surgery goes wrong, that's really bad, isn't it? And I don't think they'd mm. kind of go up. Oh, sponsored by Capcom, <laughs> so, um, so we, we challenge ten surgeons to play Street Fighter. I just feel like it's a bit too serious work to be getting a video. So games. you're all notting it. I'm not. I'm, I don't believe. I do not believe that. Right. Well, David, I can tell you, it's it's absolutely true. Um, Even though you say it is, I mean, I still don't believe it. And. Well, it, I mean, it sounds unscalable, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, no, it's true. I mean, it wasn't affecting the operations themselves. You know, it was just, they went, do you mind if we just take some statistics? And he was like, yeah, well, you can yeah. let it happen. And then, and then one happened. of them said, by the way, we're from Capcom. Do you like Street Fighter? We can hook you up with a Street Fighter arcade machine if you botch up some surgery Yeah, on our behalf. Just something like that they deserve, like... Um, like boob job, you know. No one needs oh, okay. a boob job. No one needs a boob job. Yeah, um, that's true. They, but they get them, so they, they kind of. If that goes wrong, mm. Capcom, not me, are kind of saying fuck them. Or like um, fillers in the lips or forehead. Yeah, Put Botox. Two, Botox, yeah. Uh, facelift and bullshit like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. If that goes wrong, then that's fair enough, isn't it? And I reckon um, we're gonna. It's like we'll give you exclusive limited edition passes to all the Capcom content online yeah. if you just fuck up this surgery a bit and make our company look good. <laughs> Didn't Kanye West uh, pay for his mother to have a boob job and then she got septicemia or something and died? Yeah, um, but they think the court ruled that it was unconnected to the surgery and um, Kanye West wasn't happy about that. And that's generally, as most people see, the turning point in his um, sort of mental mm. stability. He probably was never that stable before then. But, yeah, I think that's the one thing that messed him up and turned him into the... Uh, yeah. What do you think? Because it was guilt or the fact that he lost... No, I think it was case. just a, it was sad that he lost his... Mo- it was too much... Sh- it was shock, I think. Right. I see, and also yeah. she probably heard someone saying that, you know, he, he needs someone to tell him to stop doing that. And yeah, yeah. If it was his mother, he'd probably listen to her, but I don't think he's going to listen to anyone else. Mm. So sometimes when he does something really stupid, there's no one there to tell him. Well, there's a lot of people there to tell him that's stupid, but he's not going to listen to listening, yeah. But he would have listened to his mother. That is kind of sad. I think it was Snoop Dogg that said that. 
The, well, wor- the wise words of Mr Snoop Dogg there, and I do agree with him. Try, try and bring the mood slightly back up here yep. uh, with my next question. Je- Genghis Khan had what is medically referred to as a micropenis. Genghis Khan. Pfft, you familiar with his work? I got some of his early albums. Mm. Honestly, I think <laughs> you, if you're going back that far, it's all going to be... I just don't think it's... What, what is it written in, like, old hieroglyphs <laughs> or something? Or is there a drawing of him that... Well... Depicts him with a small penis. Also, how do you know? Was he was he hard? Because there's a big difference. Like you can have a micro penis, but then it can grow. Guilty, guilty. <laughs> no, not not me. I'm pointing to you. <laughs> Mine's fucking huge, <laughs> like a big. So, someone said like to me elephant. once. Someone said to me once, "Are you a grower or a shower?" And I said, "Neither." Well, you're a bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> no, but as you know, as an no, anime, uh, mine gets smaller as it gets harder. Yeah, that's that is a sight to see. <laughs> <laughs> It starts off quite fat and soft. <laughs> it's really big, and then it reduces, and then it gets yeah, really it's, small it's and hard. Inverted, you see. That's because the, uh, the most of the erection is inside, so it yeah. drops back in, and there's just a tiny hard bit. Point so you there. tell us, it's all going off inside. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. you wouldn't believe the size of it. Yeah, but as an anime, you know that you know doodles and animations and pictures and stuff have been around since time began. Even the dinosaurs were doing Even before uh, time. paint by numbers. Yeah, so yeah. potentially there could be a, but then it could that could be pre big band. clusters graffiti, can it? Yeah. Um, so if there was a picture of Genghis Khan somewhere where he has a, a tiny penis, that could have been misinterpreted because maybe they were just taking the piss. Yeah, maybe they hated him. So with that, yeah, that's if if I do believe it. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say yeah, just because um, I feel like you've kind of confirmed it. You do believe it. <laughs> Okay, well, I, I I can say that that is actually or not. I, so it's a not. No, I just I I wrote that this morning. It's not true. No, uh, I'm not doing too well. Am I? <laughs> <laughs> Can't even. Oh, we got one last question. Let's see if you can. Uh... I've always been quite gullible, though. Really? No. <laughs> is that me being gullible? I don't know. Was okay. that a joke? I don't know. I can't tell if that was a joke or not. It feels uh, like if it was, it was one of them. One of them dad jokes where yeah, they kinda, kinda, I enjoyed it, mate. Yeah, I loved it. Look, I'll get this last question out of the way. I might release a special deluxe really edition sorry. of that joke at some point. Like, yeah, remastered. See all the um, outtakes of it. Like four discs of outtakes of that joke. That and the one perler. Yeah, and the one time that I got um, like Brian Wilson in to try and do that joke, mm. you know, and he did the original version of it, and then like we didn't like it, so we 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 kind of we passed it around. Brian Wilson apparently he's actually got a massive penis. Yeah, he's got big dick energy, hasn't he? Big dick energy. Yeah, do you hear about that? Big dick energy. What is is that the energy that a big dick brings? I think it's like um, just a general presence that affirms that someone has quite a big dick. Yeah. Like, like if you were thinking small dick energy, you'd think of I would think of someone like Eminem or um, Donald Trump. They've got very, oh, they've got small dick energy. They're, they're always trying to prove something. They're always kind of yeah. They don't like anything to be said about them. And I think there's I don't know. I think there's a general vibe, especially Eminem. For some reason, I don't know why Eminem. Yeah. I think Eminem's got a small dick. Right. <laughs> Um, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm only saying that so he'll write a diss track about me and put me on the bloody, well, I you mean, know, on the radar. It's not a bad theory uh, that you're saying. So who's got a big dick energy then? Um, he, Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, Rock the Dwayne Johnson. I don't want to be too, no, I don't want to be too, no, I don't think Dwayne Johnson's got a big dick. I think he's got a medium-sized one. Um, oh, I don't want to be too, like, obvious with it, because, you know, the obvious one would be, like, George Clooney or something, because you just think he's so calm, he's so collected. Yeah. He doesn't seem to care if you... Not care in the world. Yeah. Big dick energy, maybe Barack Obama. Yeah. 
Uh, we're going back to my final question. Uh, in 2009, actor Christopher Lloyd was briefly sectioned after claiming he had genuinely been back to the future at a charity ball and dinner. I like that one. Mm. And I feel like we've had all falses so <laughs> Have you heard much from him? As in not personally, but... Christopher, yeah, well, he's, he, rang he rang this morning. He rang this morning. David. <laughs> yeah. I've got a... We've got a problem, David. I was like, uh, what is it, Doc? He's like, oh, we're making another movie. Uh, how do you know you're not? It's just a viral thing on Facebook. I've seen it. It's, I don't think Michael J. Fox is in any condition to be recording. A, a thing. No, he's like, no, David, we want you to be Marty this time. <laughs> didn't that like my impression of her? <laughs> I, I, was, I didn't want to interrupt, but uh, again, yeah. another good impression. Do you do much impressions? I suppose you do That's a lot the of one I do. Work. That's one I, I like doing that one, actually. Sometimes I think it sounds better in my head. Gotta get back to 1950. Uh, I'll lose it if I go too much. Um, yeah, true. Even though it's not true, I know it's true. I skill leave it. You, you skill leave it? Yeah. <laughs> absolutely insane. <laughs> no, it's not true. Of course it's not true. It's not true. But I didn't say but, I believed it. I said I skill leave it. But you, the thing is, you're not. I mean, when was the last time you saw Christopher Lloyd? I think he did something for uh, like the Emmys or something. Anyway, he, he, he turned up with. Michael J. Fox, and they got, yeah. out, got out of DeLorean and that. But apart from that, you're not really... I, I, saw, I saw him pop up in a film It was a Sainsbury's earlier. It might have been him. Yeah. Um, but he didn't want to go to the self-service, and there was only one like proper checkout on. So mm. he was queuing up for him just because he didn't want to use the self-service. But that's it. It's, some people are stuck in their ways. It's like you get to the end of your life, nearly, and something new pops up, like yeah. self-service. Fuck you. It's like... I think I saw work. Batman in the same Sainsbury's mm. at the returns yeah. desk. David, thank you. Very much um, for playing Matt Skillington's Skillive It or Not. Did I win? Did he win? Am I on the leaderboard? Is he on the leaderboard? Uh, <clears throat> I'll calculate. I'll, I'll email you. Uh, but thanks for playing Skillive It or Not. Would you Skillive It or Not the game? Cheers. Yeah, no no worries. I, I liked it. Uh, no, theme tune's running now. Is it? Would you Skillive It or Not? David. I'm a big fan of Tom and Jerry. Me too. I'm looking over here. DVDs. Yeah. And I was just saying, I, I, I just I just clocked the DVD a second ago. I thought, you know, you might say, oh, why have you got a box set of Tom and Jerry? Oh, no. That, I, this is a genuinely... Um, oh, right. I thought you'd just clocked it. No. I see you have got quite a few. Oh, Red and Stimpy. Yeah, that's great. Love Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Well, my question here is, I was watching it the other day, and there's this episode, which was... Kind of, it was just quite depressing. They were basically bullying Tom. He he'd already been dressed up as a, a little baby in in you know baby gear by this girl who was obviously looking after Tom. And then like a gang of his mates came over and was like, "Oh, look, you little baby!" And then tossed him about a bit and did yeah, all this shit. Yeah, I think I remember that one. The girl returns, punishes Tom by putting castor oil in his mouth and making him swallow it, which I looked up after and was like seen as a punishment because it was disgusting. Yeah. Um, and then that was like the end of the episode. And I thought, God, that's just, that's quite grim. But the question is, do you think within animation you can get away with a lot more stuff and it's kind of, it's okay to get away with because it's like, oh, well, it's an animation. That kind of like, it's a puppet theory of, yeah. don't get upset. Because like, especially with your stuff, there's stuff in there that's quite gruesome. I mean, there's a, a rape scene at one point in... Um, Sporlesby Toast. Yeah, there's a good sound effect in that, isn't there? It's like, the sound it, it, is particularly disturbing. Do you think you can get a lot more because you, yeah, yeah, and, and people are kind no, of forgiving? Well, no, no one's going to stop me. I mean, who, who's going to? They could take the monetization away, but they can't take the uh, 
the video away, can they? I mean, it's not like it's illegal. Like mm. a video of someone dying could be illegal. You could, um, I don't know if it is actually, because uh, you see a lot of them online. No one's going to fight it, are they? Who's going to fight that? It could, if, okay, if I animated um, the Queen being like brutally raped um, and it was photo and I used photos and stuff and made it as realistic as possible, yeah, I might get that taken. That might not, like companies might not want to host that on their web space mm. Or some probably the the queen wouldn't get involved. She'd probably got bigger things to deal with. But someone representing her at some level might kind of say, "Google, you can't host that. That's disgusting. Um, don't we will we'll sue you if you host it or whatever." Yeah. And then they might say, "Okay, we can't host it." But um, if it's not attacking anyone in specific, then who's gonna who's gonna stop me really? Also, I say there's a rape scene. It's an insect rape, raping a grandma. Yeah. Yeah, Which and is, also she's not, like, in that episode, it is kind of proven that she's not really the sweet old lady you think she is. Yeah. So she's not, maybe not even a real, like, I never really went into depth on that, but she's clearly with them in some way, so. And it, also he's only imagining it. It's not, she's not actually being Yeah, right. well, that's another good point. I mean, it's quite... That was at a point where I, I felt like I needed to um to do the most disgusting thing possible. I don't feel like I need to do that anymore, but... The scene itself is still quite brutal. It's, it's weird because it's a, this big insect raping a animated grandmother, yeah. and yet there's still this kind of like oh, that's uh, almost difficult to watch. Yeah. Uh, also, the sound the sound effect by uh, Christian did the sound effect, and he didn't need much direction for that. I just said, "Do the sound <laughs> of her being." Br-. And it, when it comes to pe- sounds of pain and regurgitation and suffering, he can just fall into it like. It, he just did it. He just went, ah, ah, and whatever it was. And it was just, I couldn't even listen to it when I was doing it. I think this is just too far, too much, but, you know. Well, it's weird in that because um, in the same animation, Spoiled Be Toast Boy, it kind of highlights what seems to be depression and kind of like a societal pecking order. And it covers these kind of darker issues. But at one of the end of the, one of the episodes, the two insects are chatting to each other, and he says, Joker's in trousers. Well, we're not wearing shorts, are we? And it's like a moderate kind of like a, I suppose, a, a little bit of comic relief at the end of what you've just seen. Do you put that kind of stuff in purposely to, to go, it's just an animation, you know, it's, I have got a sense of humour. I think is, I like Is it com- on purpose or is it just like all... It is, in? it's comedy to start with and then with dark themes in it. I thought you were going to read into what actually that meant, Joker's in trousers. Mm. No. <laughs> because that was just something we had on a tape once where we used to make music and we'd start a song and we'd say something and then we'd go, oh, we're such jokers and then jokers in trousers. It would just be these characters that were supposed to be sort of kind of cringy, sort of like, I think they were kind of like cringy dad rockers who would just make a joke and be like, oh, jokers in trousers? Well, we're not wearing shorts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the comic, I don't know, comic relief, I, I find, I don't really think about it that like that. It is comedy to me and... Comedy is one thing when I'm writing it, if it's funny, then it stimulates me into thinking, oh, that's good enough to put there. Or if it's a weird idea that I don't know, it's really hard. Everything is based on does it feel right? And if it feels right, then I make it. And if I make something and it's too dark and it hasn't got any funny stuff in it, then it it just without even literally thinking about what's in there, I just get this feeling that it's not right Mm. until I do something. And then, ah, that feels right. So I never think, oh, uh, this is too dark. I need to relieve them somehow. I just 
it's just how it happens. So also, so when you when you're doing the stuff that would be seen as quite dark stuff, is that for you like you need to be in a certain mood where you're going? I'm gonna like in um, the unfixable thought machine. It seems like quite a powerful message about mental health and how it's dealt with, like yeah, societally. Is that something that you know you've probably experienced yourself and you thought I want to say something about it, or do you just go straight in and go like, oh, I'm, I'm making this today? Do you have to be in like a certain kind of mental state? Yeah, uh, there was. I think I wrote some of those ideas when I was waiting in doctors' waiting rooms, and there was a a time where I thought doctors could help with something like that, mm. and then I kind of took a different approach. And I feel like that was a much better approach, which was just just to, you know, try not to avoid having situations that would like if you if you've got anxiety, then you avoid the situation that brings the anxiety. Then you start avoiding loads of situations and then you might end up going to therapy or whatever. But I, for a while, decided that it might be the doctor might have the answer to some of my problems. Yeah. And they didn't. Then I didn't. have any doctors that were I hated like that, like the guy in there. But I just have this exaggeration of one doctor that's just, I don't know, he's he's, he's just an exaggeration of lots of different problems. And also there's kind of like a jokes about NHS directs, like you put your symptoms in and cancer comes up or whatever. Never do that. It's just things I've learned over the years. But a lot of it's just kind of silly. And I don't know, it's... Is it kind of therapeutic for you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. To do, to make fun of it really makes me feel better about it. That was the same with the news, actually. I was actually getting so wound up watching the news that I thought, I've got to make something positive from this, and then I can stop being annoyed about it. And it worked. As soon as I'd done that, I was not annoyed about that. Mm. So I was getting annoyed about things with doctors, none in specific, but then I was getting lots of ideas, and I was reading a lot of things about people who'd had problems. And I, I always read stuff online. Yeah, And I just... I don't know. It just came to me as kind of like jokes. And it's just like, if I can make fun of this, it it feels better about it. Yeah. And then I think those two are connected because they're both relating to something that's in the real world. Whereas most of my stuff isn't. It's just, it's a world of its own. Yeah. With, with, with a news one, especially, I was then wanting to see examples of things that would annoy me in the news. So I could put them into my show. I imagine that wasn't too difficult. No, it wasn't. But then it, it was like, if you're looking for things to annoy you, but you can deal with them without getting angry because you can turn them into something that will benefit you and you can make you happy. And then, uh, is you know, people can watch and agree with it. it then it really le- it softens the blow of actually looking at this and getting angry. I mean, every so now, instead of if I walk past a newspaper, instead of going, fuck's sake, the sun, what are you saying? It's, that is such bullshit. Mm. Now I go, ha. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta make a note of that. That's a good one. Yes. So there's a completely different reaction. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy news. that I've seen this awful journalism. I suppose it, like it, goes over different art forms, doesn't it? I mean, a stand-up will talk about the shit that's on their mind, or you, you get an artist that'll do in in similar vein to your animating. You yeah. can just get it out there. Also, like, have I got news for you? They must love really horrible mm. news and scandals and. They must be having a great time right now. Yeah. They can make fun of Theresa May every week and they've got new material and they've got new... They've got the... You know, they're probably having a great time. I suppose you don't want a slow news week when you're writing for no. that show. 
especially if something, yeah, if they've got Trump saying something and Theresa May and the journalist goes missing or whatever, it's just like they're going, yeah, this I love this. And the news and the news companies as well. That's another thing about the news, isn't it? When a um, school shooting was one some of the worst thing that you can a nation can experience, the news that's the, they benefit hugely from that. It's, they can cover it all day, and people will watch their channel, and people will buy their shit. So yeah. it's kind of like that in a much less sinister way. Um, get to the point where I'm enjoying having bad things happen, so I can make fun <laughs> of them. I think, um, yeah, comedians like Louis C.K. who do a lot of stuff about how shit their lives are, mm. they must love having bad things happen. Maybe not having really bad things happen, like not, yeah. not things that would ruin their career, yeah, um, and make them look horrible. Like that doesn't work. That's too far. Like he, he, yeah, he went too far with that one, didn't he? <laughs> he went too far with that joke. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, with Louis C.K., you know, he talks about a dog licking marmite off his balls type thing. Um, it just feels like. If you if you've got something that you've you maybe have sat on for years that you've worried about thinking is that normal can I yeah is that a normal thing to do and then you do stand up and you talk about it and people are laughing you're kind of going oh I've got that off my chest now and in a positive way well it's good because you can then deal with stuff that you've that you might be embarrassed about mm. I I can't I when I see something online and I'm well someone will take a show a cringy video of themselves when they were like twelve years old. I couldn't do that because I would cringe too hard yeah. just watching it. I couldn't put myself out there like at my cringiest. But I think if you can, then that must yeah. be a big relief because I don't think any less of those people for it. No, I, no. I, I think more of them for it. Whereas they, mm. yeah, if I put, uh, if just, just some thoughts that I was having maybe when I was a teenager, maybe even like 16, 17, I think anything of my, and I've taken down loads of my cartoons from back then as well because they were so cringy. Yeah, but some people can embrace that cringe. And It'd be nice to be able to embrace that cringe. I can't embrace my former cringe. Well, maybe we'll see an upcoming projects of you know disastrous things that you did as a seventeen-year-old, and you've somehow combined it into a new w- wacky animation. Well, I've, <laughs> Beauty. I, um, actually, on that DVD, yeah, um, we'll, we'll mention the DVD, even though it's not out yet. Um, no, Umbilical World. Uh, I'm not trying to plug it because you buy it if you want to. Um, I, there is a documentary. I've made a little documentary about the history of my animation on there, and it's about fifteen minutes long. But that's the only place I'm happy to put some of that really crap old animation on. Oh, because you're specifically talking yeah, about it. Yeah, I could. No, yeah, and also I can just take one little slice, and I don't have to have the bit where I put like a Blink One Eighty Two song on it. <laughs> so, so this DVD though, David, um, what is it? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not plugging it. I'm just saying I'm not plugging it because I've not announced it yet. Uh, but I'm giving you a copy. Can you even talk about it? Well, it's it's not even corporate enough that anyone would stop me. Yeah, but you've got some hardcore fans. Got some hardcore. Look, I've made a film called Umbilical World. It's been screened. We're just waiting for it to be streamed. The streaming service that's going to show it. Spoiler: It's not Netflix. <laughs> In case you were going to get excited, thinking, "Oh, he's got a Netflix deal." Haven't. Um, not yet. No. I may need to explain when it does stream on there what that service is, who they are. Um, you haven't probably haven't heard of it. Uh, no. <laughs> like I've got a DVD coming out. Okay. At some point. And it's called Umbilical World. Umbilical World. By David Firth. Yeah. Now, for you, 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 you have a cult following. You know that, cult David. Cult following, did you say? Cult. Cult following, yeah. Who, I was going to say, I didn't think there was a cunt following me. Who? <laughs> there was a cunt well, there following. is. There's that troll. There's but. a cunt following. Yeah, there is actually, yeah. 
I've been following you around today. I mean, that, that could that could be classed as that. But for the uh, for the big fans, for the fans of you and, and your work uh, that look forward to your new releases, there's a couple of things I want to ask you, which I'm sure people ask you on a daily basis. Just to chat briefly about Meadowman. Yeah, oh, we can't, you can't chat about it. Just, well, we can chat about we it. We can. It's just it makes it sound like it's imminent. No, it well, really it isn't because you you've been working on it for years, haven't you? Now, well, that's the thing. Have I been working on it though? That's the you've, question. You've started it. I got very excited. <laughs> I didn't announce it until I'd written it. I didn't okay. want to say. I didn't want to be that person that's like, oh, I'm writing something. Do you so, regret announcing it? Yeah. <laughs> because everyone thinks it's called the Meadow Man, mm. and that was just a working title. I don't know why, because I really felt like it was doable in that time frame. And it's not that it isn't coming; it's just better things yeah. are in the works. And oh, so I every that. time I kind of go, "Well, I could do the Med- I could work on the Meadow Man this yeah. week, this month, but then I could work on this, which I think is loads better." Yeah. Um, well, I had to ask. Yeah, you know. so... But I get it. We, we've been making that pilot, a comedy pilot, which some of the listeners of this show will, will hear me banging on about. <sighs> and that's taken ages. And it's a regular, you know, people asking, when's it going to be finished? Which is nice, because people care and want to see it. But it is one of them things that's just like, look, it will be done once we've finished it. And I imagine yeah. it's similar with... Also, animation is way harder. Yeah, that's the thing. If Time-consuming. If I could have set aside... If it could have been done in a few months, I would have set aside a few months to do it, but... A lot of things happened between now, uh, announcing it and now. And money is an issue. But at the same time, oh, time is the main issue. Mm. Time is the main issue. And also, I keep changing it. Like, I keep changing what it's about because I get bored of the ideas. And then I started writing some shorter things that were based on The Meadow Man. And I thought, thought well, I could, I could t- make these one chunk at a time and I could put one chunk out. And it could be its own episode, but together it could make up the Meadow Man when it's done. Yeah. So I thought, well, I do I might do that, but I might not call it the Meadow Man. And yeah. it might be based on the Meadow Man, and it might have some ideas from the Meadow Man, but it might not be the Meadow Man. But alternatively, someone might say, okay, I'll give you this money, we can put this money towards it, or we can get these animators, and let's make this, and let's make it inside a few months. And then I could do that. It could yeah. happen. So it's always there and nothing's gone from it. And a, a bunch of, like, all the characters are designed, everything's written, a lot of the voices are recorded, some of the animations even started, the backgrounds are often drawn. The whole thing, I storyboarded it. I've got a whole book of the storyboard. And then uh, apparently it's too long anyway, so I'd have to cut half of that out. Like, it, I had someone read it and they said, uh, it's three hours long. Jeez. And I think that's too long for a film. <laughs> it's key. Yeah. So... It's not. It's not, a working progress. It's not cancelled. That's the thing. No. It's not cancelled because I still like it. And every time I read it, I go, "God, I got to make this." Mm. And then I just think, "Oh well, it's if it takes me a year to make a ten-minute film, yeah. How long does it take me to make a three-hour one? But it, can I make a faster? Can I just stop at any point and say, this is good enough style? I can do this quickly. And also, if I was to do it in the style that I was using back when I announced it, I could probably finish it in a year easily. But it does sound like a lot of hard work. Yeah. Also, I've never... It's like starting a v- video game that you plan to bring out on the PS1, and by the time you've got mm. to that stage, the PS4's out, you're like, well, shit, I've got to start again because I'm developing a PS1 game here. You're behind the times. Yeah. 
and then you develop it for the PS4, and by the PlayStation 8's going to be back. That's <laughs> <laughs> quite a scary thought. Yeah. Um, so well, basically, it's a PS3 game. Yeah. That um, I don't want to bring a PS3 game out, do I? When you know the PS5 could be around the corner, it's and also be. PS4's been out for ages. So. It has. I'm bored of it. It's, it feels kind of slow. It feels out of date now. Yeah. I've got the VR as well, which you got the PSVR. Yeah. If you feel like puking, any, does it does it do that to you? Uh, no, I've not been super. It's like if I'm on it too long, I get a bit of a headache. All right. Um, but I've not found a. I think Robinson was the closest game that I spent eight because there's a lot of puzzles in that. It's quite hard. Yeah. But initially, it's a good. It, it's Resident the, Evil. Did you play that on it? No. Because that that would that would make me puke. I think not from the content, just from the fact you you're walking around, yeah. but you're sat still. Yeah. Well, I mean that is one of the side effects of people do suffer from it. Well, I noticed you you, you are you are eyeing up the Gear VR there. That's a, a generation yeah. before. <coughs> that there are some things on that that are fantastic, but uh, some is, of it is that what you put your mobile phone in? Yeah, you can put the Samsung Galaxy S six and seven mm. in that, and um, it works really well. Actually, it's really good. Is that VR porn that I might just get one for that, you know? <coughs> yeah, I, I did that once. Um, you know what? When you put it on, they, they've not got the size right. The woman felt like she was about 18 <laughs> foot tall. It felt like I was a tiny little... It's just like this is this scaled it wrong. Crawling in between her tats. Okay. Yeah, that was only out of curiosity. I wasn't, um, beating, no, no. I wasn't beating off to an 18 foot tall woman. Uh, it was research for my book. Yeah. The Pete Townsend defence. <laughs> research for my book. Uh, Dave, id. <laughs> yeah, Dave. I'm not going to call you Dave again. Yeah, you're not, because I'll get the keys out. Oh, the keys out. I shouldn't have. No, I should have Oof. Oh, pal. You've always got to do that as well. I don't know why. Oof. Oh. Anyway, anyway, pal. I better get, I mean, our lasses. It's always our lasses. I'm mean, jetting. I've got to, anyway, pal. It's been lovely, our lasses. She'll be... Spinning the keys around. I feel like it's hypnotic and, you know, when I go, and you're fast asleep. And when you wake up, if I say the word Dave, you will instantly take the <laughs> yeah. character of classic Dave. Yeah. Um, I've got to stop doing that. David, you've had a long um, history of work now. Well, not that long. I mean, over 10 years, though, and you've done a lot of uh, content. And I content, was just... Eh? I was... I've got to call it content. Because yeah. it's content the right Because it keeps you content, doesn't it? Isn't That's that? it. Yeah. You're so content within yourself. Um, so I was just wondering, are you proud of yourself? Uh, <laughs> it, the pride's a funny thing because it's kind of like um, sovereignty, isn't it? Mm. What does it mean? Yeah. I mean... Um, it's a difficult question. Yeah. It, if I had a massive house and a car mm. and I could drive that car because I had a driver's licence because I didn't quit after failing my test three times. Snap. Um if I had a bunch of stuff, maybe my work would be worse, I think. If I'd if I'd reached that point where I could go, mm. ah, well, I don't need to do anything for a while because I've um Yeah. I've satisfied that need, then I think my work would definitely decline, but I'd be happier. But I'd probably get bored and I'd probably put something shit out. The answer is probably not yet. Okay. But it's not that I'm it's out of reach. And I am proud of some things. Yeah. Um I think that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah, proud but not satisfied. I think, um, yeah. 
I think that's healthy to have as well. Yeah. Otherwise, like you say, you become complacent and then... Yeah, and then I'd start be like, oh, maybe I should release a folk album. Maybe I should uh, Maybe I should try running for a local government position. Maybe Because some people, they have to keep changing, don't they? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, they can't just be happy being... Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I was thinking Eddie Izzard. I don't know, he had to swim the channel, didn't he? He had to do something. Well, he could, run marathons every yeah. day. He's he didn't like, do uh, stand up anymore because that was he was too good at that. Mm. He, fuck that! I've I've conquered that. I need to conquer something else. No, I've conquered anything. So it's um, best to stay in your within your medium, not conquering it, yeah. and spending ages trying to do that. That's that's basically where I'm at. <laughs> I was just thinking then of um, when you when you st- when you make anything, if you if you express any opinion online, that's slightly maybe political someone will be come on mate stick to stick i mean i like your cartoons but stick to what you know mate stick to stick to salad fingers mate don't <laughs> don't don't get involved in a uh, politics stick to a uh, stick to salad fingers mate this isn't your scene mate this isn't your scene because i uh you know if you make a tweet that might be slightly um because there are you know a lot of angry sort of trump supporters online and yeah. it's very easy to drop in you know an opinion about Trump. You always get that one, don't you? That's like, oof. Stick to mate, mate. Stick to stick to salad fingers, mate. Dave. I like your work, Dave. Stick to salad fingers. Politics ain't your game. Which I um, I, I can only assume that must be a politician talking because then they, they wouldn't be getting involved with it. Otherwise, they'd just be. Yeah, what's their game? Yeah, what's their game? Yeah, it's probably must game, be politics mate? because they're, they're sticking to it. And, and that was, and it turned out it was David Cameron that was that was. Yeah, <laughs> excuse. Come on, mate. Come on, mate. Look, I like salad fingers. I like the first one. First one. I mean, you got a bit shit after that. I like the first one, mate. But you know, to be honest, you can't make a comment about that. Um, also, stick to your own. Stick to your own politics of your country, mate. Because um, obviously, <laughs> me being a Yank over here, me American, um, don't insult my emperor, mate. Um, stick to yeah, stick to your own. Uh, so yeah, I can't remember what the question was. I just wanted to. That no, was on I my think, mind actually. It was a good point, mate. And uh, let me just conclude by saying thank you very much for letting me chat to you. And I, I feel like I've started so many points and I haven't finished any of them. That's life, though, isn't it? I, th- I yeah. think I think you've you've answered a lot. Yeah. Um, and I don't th- think I've answered anything though, really. Also, thank you for my m- merchandise. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't give you that so you knew you had to plug it. <clears throat> I'm not going to tell you what it is or where to buy it. Well, no, I meant it, uh, David's give me a, a salad fingers. Yeah, but I wasn't Don't. like I didn't give you it so you'd say, "Oh, I've uh, got some merch." Well, I've said it now. No, it's fine. I mean, I like I like plugs, but it, it, well, the, I don't they, want it to seem they're not even available to buy, are they? They are, aren't they? Yeah, you they are, but I, I, I you can... <laughs> now this seems like. A pre-planned plug. With, yeah. Uh, let, let me say, David's not. What did look okay, What did I give you? And I'll give you the. I'll okay. give you the. I was just saying thanks. Thanks for chatting to me. I gave you three items actually. Thanks for hosting me, and thank you for my salad fingers doll. Yeah. Okay. Salad fingers toy. Um, I'm not going to plug it. You, okay. the, 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 I don't know what. I don't even know the website. You can buy them somewhere. Yeah. I um, I'm not too. I don't push them too hard. No. I gave you a t-shirt, and that's from an old t-shirt store. Ah, oh, you give me a t-shirt. As well, yeah. So I'm 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 walking out the house. You could buy a t-shirt. I mean, if you were going to buy one, you not probably would have bought one anyway. Not That's that he's plugging. I don't care. I mean, did you kid? They're available. Whatever. You could have bought it anyway. I could have bought it online, but it was gifted to me by the very talented David Firth. Thank- Cheers. I'm holding a piss in so bad. Thank you so much for holding your piss in and mm. for letting your expressive thoughts out. Yes. So, all right. Thanks for having me. It's a very nice thanks, podcast. Thanks. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Thanks for the last word. It feel like an interview, and I don't like interviews. Good. Well, I've not interviewed you. No. Cheers, Dave. No worries. David. 
So there you go, David Firth. Um, I hope you enjoyed listening to that as much as I enjoyed chatting to him. Just remember, if you do meet him, don't call him Dave, um, because he's not a Dave. He's just not a Dave. And it's true, he's really not. So if you don't already follow David, then you should follow him on Twitter and subscribe to his YouTube channels. And then when the latest Salad Fingers comes out, you'll be the first to know and you'll be one of the special the special guys. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening. I hope you got all the way through that and I hope um, it was pleasing a pleasing listen. If you're new to this podcast and you enjoyed that, then please go back through my back catalogue and maybe listen to my previous 10 episodes. Uh, and also you can follow me on Instagram uh, at MattSkills87 uh, or get me on Twitter or get me on Facebook. I'm going to be working on a Facebook group for uh, this podcast, so I will inform you all about that and try and get people to be in that group, um, you know, to, to be my friend and to, and to help and to help this podcast grow like the magic bean it uh, potentially is. Also, follow my comedy group at Seldom Differ. Um, I'll go on seldomdiffer.co.uk and watch the videos that we've previously made. Um, thank you once again to my producer, Ryan Howes, who helps me uh, put all this together and gives me the encouragement to carry on. I love you. Merry Christmas to you all. Stay safe, stay true, and skaleeve in each other. Bye-bye. Skaleeve it or not, I've just talked on air, and I've probably drunk my tea. I've chatted the breeze in my hope that you cared. Who? Could it have been? Scalibet or not, it was just me. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Good night! <laughs>